Merry, Merry Christmas. I hope you are having a magical week. <laughs> I know that we are probably still in the stress of the Christmas holiday and you're still wrapping and baking and it's maybe a little bit stressful. So I hope that this podcast episode warms your heart. I hope that it helps you take a second to just stop and to focus on the real reason for the season. So I have been a Christian my whole entire life. I don't remember a time where Christmas was not about the candlelight service on Christmas and we had Advent that we celebrated, lit a candle each week. But I think the older that I get, the more protective of the holiday that I am. I think that it has gotten so commercialized. It's so much about the food and the drinks and the presents and the lights and all of the to-do list that I am in no way against these things. I actually love all the things, but I've just been wanting to focus, to meditate on the real reason for Christmas. And so I have a couple takeaways today that I've been thinking about that I hope that they help you calm your heart, um, focus on him, and really feel faith strengthened and the provision of God through some of these takeaways about Christmas. So the first one is that God uses very imperfect people to lay out his plan and to execute his plan. (laughs) Bobby and I are reading through the Bible right now. We have committed to read the Bible in a year. And so when you read in Genesis, you think that it's going to be maybe about Jesus sooner. And there's absolutely ways that the, the Old Testament foretells a Savior coming and even refers to Jesus. But it isn't about him until the New Testament for a long, long time. And so you just read about these people that God has a plan. He tells them what to do, and they just do the opposite again and again and again. But it is so reassuring that God uses imperfect people because that's all that he has to use, but that his plan will still be fulfilled using these imperfect people. And so, so much of the Bible is about him protecting the line that Jesus will come from But he uses these people, shows their imperfections, but shows that he shows his divine goodness and strength and nature and that we know the end of the story. We know that he is preserving this line of people because he is going to give the ultimate rescue plan through Jesus, through this line. The second thing is that God has this plan and that he will do what he says he's going to do. The fact that Jesus is prophesied so much in the Old Testament is just amazing. It is so strengthening to our faith. It actually says that in Isaiah 7, 14, therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. In the book of Isaiah, it's already talking about this. And the Bible prophesies in Hosea that the Messiah will end up in Egypt. When Israel was a child, I loved him. And out of Egypt, I called my son that he will be born in Bethlehem. And it even says in Isaiah 6, 
For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. He will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and holding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. It is just... It is so amazing that there was this entire plan that came to be completely fulfilled in Jesus. And so that is just so reassuring to us today that we can be used as imperfect people, but that nothing will stop God's plan from actually happening. And then the third thing that is so strengthening today is that it's in his time that it will all happen and that it will be right We sometimes want it in our time. We want to know what's going to happen, why it's happening, and when we're going to get what we want. But that in God's time, it is outside of time and space. He is working a bigger plan than we've ever, than we could ever understand. And in the right time, He sent His Son. In the right time, He will do what he intends on doing. Galatians 4.4 says, But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. So when the fullness of time had come, and if you think about fulfilling all of those prophecies, everything that had to come together for there to be someone from the line of Judah, the the line of David, that the virgin would conceive, that these miraculous things would happen in the fullness of time, that it would fulfill all of the prophecy, and that would also establish Jesus as king forever. So I hope as you maybe read the Christmas story to your children, that you, as you hear it at church, when we think of Jesus coming, it is so amazing to think that he came to save us from sin, that we would not be separate from him ever again, that he would redeem us and we would be adopted as his children. Also to think that he uses imperfect people for his plan And that everything will happen that he says will happen and that it will happen in his time. It is just so reassuring when we hear this story. And the other part, especially because I've used essential oils for so many years, it is always so reassuring to me that even the gifts that the wise men brought him foretold that all of this story had been complete that they brought him gold, frankincense, and myrrh, that gold represented that he was a king. Frankincense represented that he was a priest. And when you know frankincense, when you've used it, you know the, the emotional benefits of it as well as the physical benefits. But it's also so neat. I don't know if you know this, but frankincense, in order to get the resin, you slash the tree. So there's almost a foretelling into the future 
that frankincense was brought. You slash this tree and these tears drop out of this frankincense resin and then you distill it now, we know, to get the essential oil. But the fact that something had to be whipped and beaten in order for something so beautiful to come from it is so foretelling in the in the nativity story that it is so reassuring and then myrrh also foretells myrrh was used for embalming and was used for preserving the dead and so it foretold his death and so we think of the sweet little story of the baby born and in the stable and to a virgin and all of the beautiful parts of the story but how it fulfilled what was foretold in the Old Testament, but then also the foretelling that right happens in this story is just strengthening and reassuring that we are in his time. We are, he has a plan. He will make all things new. He will establish his kingdom forever. And we are adopted in this sweet story in the past, in the future, we are established as his children. And so I hope that the bigger picture of the Christmas story is just strengthening to you today. I hope that you see that God uses imperfect people, but that in his time, He everything has intention, everything has meaning, and he has that for you today. He has that for your life. So as you celebrate with your family, as you get probably a little overwhelmed in all the hustle and bustle of the season. I hope that his provision and his love and his plan for you, even though we are imperfect, just strengthens you this Christmas season. So Merry Christmas. I hope you feel his love and his reassurance today for you and for yours. Merry Christmas.